1: Experience.
2: Experience.
3: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. It's been a while, so everyone out there, smash the like button to the video. Say something in the comment section, subscribe to Mayo Media Network, and hit the description, you will find the exclusive link to all of the Cuss Corners.
0: Cus Corner, it's
3: Cus
0: Corner, Cus Corner, it's Cus Corner. He's got the hottest stakes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cus Corner, it's Cus Corner, Cus Corner, hee hee
2: hee Hee. I don't know anybody who calls it that, other than you. I don't know. When I search Cuss Corner on Google,
3: the SEO seems to recognize it. That's because you have control of the pen. So that's my doing, then. It's not the name of the show. That's what everyone, when people search it. I mean, you
2: can type in whatever you want to call it. Nothing's going to come up. Believe me, if I did a poll as to what the name of the show was, I think I would win. I mean, you should do
3: that right now. And we'll check in with the results a bit later on. Jeff Feinberg is also here. What's going on, Jeff?
4: Ah, summer's blur. It's August, Pat. It's August. So I let the pure adrenaline flow now. I don't even try to contain it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll fire
3: it up. All right. Well, Tim, this is your corner because you are a cussed. So that means the floor is yours. You've been stockpiling topics for about four months now. So, very curious what you have on in store for us.
2: So the first thing I wanted to bring up is something that's been annoying me only because like I used to enjoy this part of internet life and now it's gone, is why don't videos go viral on YouTube anymore? Like I remember the evolution of dance and I remember all the various awesome videos that used to go viral on you and they're just gone now. Is this sort of like the way much music won't show music videos anymore because they've all been taken over on the TikTok and the IG and all that. I thought like YouTube videos going viral was like a cool and interesting part of online culture. And another just gone, like they're completely gone. And I'm just curious as to whether this is true. And if it is, what can be done to reverse it? Because I think YouTube videos trending and being viral are fantastic. Well, it's just because you're not
3: using any of the media platforms where videos are going viral right now. You're not on Instagram. You're not on TikTok. And that's mainly where you're going to see this stuff. But
4: YouTube's so much bigger than those uh, things. Tim, I would suggest that YouTube is cultivating them historically. Like, all the ones that you're missing, I think, end up on YouTube. But where they're starting out at this point... Is obviously yeah TikTok or Twitter or, or Instagram, but I think if something actually goes viral, you can search for it on YouTube. Someone will have posted that video on YouTube. So if anything, YouTube will be like the overall historical library of uh, library of, yeah, of li- all
2: library, yes,
4: <laughs> of, of all of this. Um, Uh, But but yes, well, they your first interaction with them are on the platforms that you don't use, clearly. Nor do I, I
3: guess. Well, and and this is nothing new either. Like, when the first viral videos first started coming up, even though YouTube was in its infancy, like E Bombs World would have like like,
4: Funny or Die, right? Yeah,
3: like, would have all the viral videos that you wanted. Then they got put onto YouTube because that was the biggest platform for doing it. And like, the biggest thing now is that most people shoot this from their phone. So having the editors on instagram or tiktok and you can just record everything from your phone do everything from your phone it's just much easier to upload it to those apps in the first place anyway like jeff's right like it'll all eventually end up on youtube as the historical record of a lot of this stuff because that because youtube will stick around and who knows with you know in 10 years time what apps are going to be Remember when snapchat was like the biggest app in the world and
4: yeah, or I mean, what was the, there was one that went away and it was like just seven second Vine. videos it and... was fine
2: Oh, well, uh, so, yeah, there was seven some... second videos.
4: Oh, those were there was this one guy me and my buddies always loved, oh, yeah. See, and so it's the... gone, they're like gone. And even well, your own personal vine, some so of the them original you can't source even get.
2: material isn't there anymore. And this is my point that YouTube was a great place for it because it not wasn't only the source, the biggest,
4: though, Pat just told you YouTube wasn't the source material, it but was it had those...
2: been for the most viral videos prior to like 2015. YouTube was the source for it all. Yeah, but and yeah, but you have to remember that YouTube was the only place where people could find this stuff for the longest it's time. It's still kind of true now. It's not, well, it's, still, vi- it's very clearly not YouTube, true. So you, YouTube is probably the most used social media platform in the world. Well, it's not a social media platform for one it thing. sort of is. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely not. It's basically a search engine is what it is. Okay, well, it's bigger than any of these other products you mentioned.
3: Yes, but it's easier to share your content because the other ones are social media platforms and people are more actively on there. People go to YouTube for a very specific purpose. They're not on Instagram necessarily for a
2: specific purpose. They just open Instagram. I just open YouTube. You what? I just open YouTube and just see what videos are recommended and then just like sort of like doing like a wormhole dive on uh, uh, Wikipedia. I'll just like watch YouTube vids for like an hour and just see whatever videos come up and are recommended like a cool biography of somebody results in like some clip of a of the Sopranos or something I watch. And next thing you know, an hour and a half is gone and you've just watched random YouTube clips. That yep. happens to me and it happens to a lot of people. That sure. Is a very common experience.
3: I, I, I would tend to agree with you on that, but there is something very specific about what you just said and why there are very few viral videos going up to YouTube right now. What you just said, that you go on there, then you go on Wikipedia, and then you go like to, to, like, find some topic that you like and do research on it, then you watch videos about it. I would say
2: that that seems like a real old person thing to do, Tim. Well... You say that I was watching stuff about the funeral of Queen Victoria this weekend. <laughs> and I was like, that actually is a very old person thing to be fascinated by, or by the final meal that they ate on the Titanic, all the fancy courses that they were having. Oh my God. And I was like looking up videos and how to cook like peaches and chartreuse jelly and stuff like that. All right, so
3: so it all boils down to who is making the viral videos. Is it people? Yes, exactly. Is it people Who's who are? Them? Is it people who are forty-five years old, fifty years old, or like ninety-five years old, like you? Or is it like seventeen-year-olds and twenty-year-olds who are just using different sites? But they're also making very very short
2: videos. Like all the best, uh, except for I like turtles. All the best viral videos are like two, three, four minutes long. Yeah, but okay. So for example, I like turtles. The
3: the the famous clip. <laughs> is something from a news broadcast that was just posted on
2: YouTube. Now it's just posted in other places. Yeah, I know, but I think it's like it, but it made splash on YouTube. And because that was
3: the only place you could watch it.
2: St- still great. But anyway, my point was that most of these videos are three, four, five minutes long. And that's not really possible in the era of the TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah, because most people don't have the attention span to watch a three-minute video anymore. That—that's Those days are well, gone, I- Tim. I don't think so. I mean, three minutes.
3: Okay, for, for, three you, for you, it's not. For most people, it is. Like, for example, do you, do you, do you when, I release, when I release a Twitter video, you have two minutes and 20 seconds, or I can apply to have, like, the really long one. But if I release a clip from this show that's two minutes and 20 seconds long, unless it's you saying the most insane thing for 90 straight seconds, the one that's going to be watched the most is, like, one that's 20 seconds long.
2: But yet the podcasts that are two and a half hours long do just as well as a podcast that are 30 minutes long. So obviously people do it. It's not like people are like bereft of uh, attention spans.
3: Yeah. But I, but would you say like, cause you're, you're saying that you're specifically saying the Pat Mayo experience podcast, one that's three hours long does sometimes even better than one that's like 30 minutes long. Right. Is what you're saying? I think it, I, I would contend that. Yes. Yes. And you would be right based on the numbers that go along with that. But my show isn't fucking viral. It's not getting millions and millions and millions of views and downloads. It's a very specific thing that people are
2: looking at. If I was getting millions and millions of downloads, you know, I'd already be retired. I think, though, my point is correct in general, that the best viral videos should be longer than 90. Seconds. Well, how, well how, how do you? Your yeah, favorite
4: do you... viral video, Pat just mentioned, was from like a oh, news. that's not
2: my favorite viral video, but I really enjoy that viral video.
4: Yeah, no, I get it too. I love all those. The the, the uh the Australian kid, the Bub Rob. I love viral from a news The
2: Australian kid with the famous glasses is fantastic.
3: Yeah, but again, those aren't native to YouTube. Those are fucking news broadcasts. But that would never come up on TikTok. Yes, that it would! would. Yeah, it, it would come no, up it would. it would come up on Instagram and Facebook is where it
2: would come up. I'm not so sure that that's true. Because you're you're not talking about you're not
4: post like funny, like a clip from like someone's local newscast that's funny all the time.
2: But where are they going to upload them to? Well, usually
4: they'll just like make it where they'll give you the hit, like the 90 second hit.
2: My deep concern is this, this is going to become, like I said, like much music, which no longer does the thing it's supposed to do, which is to show me music videos. I'm afraid that viral videos will like disappear into the ether because viral videos everyone... haven't disappeared you're just not on the apps where they exist if i don't see them it's as if they don't exist viral well, videos I,
4: I... will never disappear like to think like me and my friends like always joke how much we wish we had some of the technology when we were mucking around in in high school and like
3: no no you don't you absolutely are you stand to benefit myself as well that we did not have those things at our disposal when we were in high school. Cause that would be bad. I would not have this career. I would just, I would be, it would not be good for me.
4: I guess more for not to so much go viral, I guess in that, in that sense, but there's never going to, my point being is there's never going to be a time Tim where like, you know, teenagers and young and, and, you know, college kids aren't going to want to make funny videos. Like, I think that's the most evergreen thing that's going to be happening on the Internet.
2: Well, maybe I, I sure hope that you're right, but I'm suspicious that, we're, that, that it's going to sort of ebb away.
3: But it hasn't in the slightest. More people are actually seeing these videos now than ever before because it's easier to share them.
2: Well, I can't see them. Well, okay,
3: okay. is that whose fault is
2: that? Is that their fault or your fucking fault? Their fault. Why? I'm on the popular mediums. I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. I see... I, I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the big ones. If I'm not encountering them, it's as if th- th- they're not viral at that point. They're cult classics. Well, Twitter is not even close to the most popular social media. No, I agree. It's definitely the third of those three. But I'm on YouTube and Facebook, which are bigger than any of these other things. But you can't... Again, you, YouTube isn't a social platform, for one thing. It's yeah, not. I I, yeah, I well, heard. whatever you fucking consider it as because you're insane doesn't make it so... Okay, well, anyway, that's my position on that. So why don't you
3: just get TikTok, and then you can watch viral videos all you want? I don't want to get TikTok.
4: He doesn't want to support China, Pat. That's,
2: I don't want to support the CCP. Yeah, exactly. right, then, get on, then why don't you get on Instagram, and you can watch all the reels you want? Uh, I mean, I'm not opposed to Instagram. I'm just too lazy to open an Instagram account. Slash doesn't, don't, don't really know how to look.
4: They would literally just connect it through your,
3: never mind.
2: Anyway, I'm not opposed to Instagram. I just
3: don't have it. I'm looking at it right now. Facebook is the largest. It's bigger than YouTube. WhatsApp, which you are on, uh, as a messaging network, is third. Instagram, Facebook Messenger, WeChat, TikTok, QQ, Telegram, Snapchat. Twitter is not even. Twitter's behind Reddit. I mean, Reddit's also a place where you're going to find all this stuff. Twitter, in terms of social media, Tim, the one that you seem to think is, like, really huge, is, like, 14th. Well, I
2: just said I thought it was the third of the three I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Tim,
4: the videos you're looking for aren't showing up when you're hanging out on 4chan
2: <laughs> or 8chan. I've never been on those <laughs> sites. I've heard of them. I've, I've, I I've only spend time on like six or seven subreddits that I'm interested in, like Coca-Cola and the Jets and the Dolphins and uh, like stuff like that. Well, you're probably not going gonna... behind enemy lines.
3: I mean, you're, you're not going like to find a lot, lot of
2: time. On the, I spent a lot of time on the Toronto Maple Leafs subreddit after they lost game seven to the Canadians.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you're so...
2: By the way, I'm winning that poll right now. Se- 77 for what you call it. 23% what I call it. That's a victory in my books. What? So right now I'm definitely winning that poll. Oh, so you're not winning, but you are winning is what you're saying. 23% is a... Uh, that's like a reagan style landslide as far as I'm. let's see here we'll we'll, we'll check back
3: yeah you're losing 77 to 23 percent yeah yeah i I got the landslide for me all right so we'll we'll check back in at the end of the show to see how this goes but uh i'm doobie. what do you think this finishes at? so you're what's considered a win for you in this poll i cracked 15 percent. i'm a winner that's so sad Living your truth and just being oblivious to the world around you. That is the Tim Andercust mantra. I have so some. I'll, okay. I'll
2: list you a couple of the categories I have. So you can just take. Well, a no, I, I, you. I have one for you. How about this? Okay. Jeff, this came up
3: recently because now I've been, I moved back. So I'm around him more often. So I'm just ingesting a lot of these like weird things that he says. And then I'm writing his, writing it down. Did you know that Tim has not only seen ghosts, but his family home is haunted?
2: Okay. I feel
4: like he's referenced the potential spookiness of his house, but I wasn't aware that he'd actually claimed to have seen something. Not
2: my house. It's our country house, first and foremost. Tim, Which used to be my great-great-grandfather's house, who was the seventh son of a seventh son. <laughs> and so the, apparently that has, like, he used to be able to heal people, apparently, by, like, touching them. I like, don't know oh, my, I also, so you, you say your great grandfather was powder? My great, great, great grandfather. Okay. Uh, who I did not, who I obviously did not know. I believe he passed away in the turn of the century, but in turn of the last century. Sorry, I believe. So the house is like 150, 160, 170, wow. very, very old uh, in a sort of a rural part of Nova Scotia. And I have been there before. And it's a house that had a ton of people who used to live in it. When people passed away in those days in the parlor, they would lay people out in the parlor. And so people would visit the, the deceased and their family in the parlor. So anyway, I have been there in the past where like I have, we would, I've dropped off my bag in my room and we leave immediately. And I come home and, or back to the house and all my clothes have been thrown out of my suitcase. Uh, and there's no explanation for it. I've been sleeping in my bed there and been woken up by a terribly large bright white light outside. And there are no street lights where I am. I've heard like laughter and the like, almost like shadows like Peter Pan style running on the walls. I've seen these things. I can't explain them. They're paranormal in some way. I believe that there are friendly ghosts living, like mischievous and friendly ghosts living in and around that country house. And I'm not the only one who's experienced it, yes. I do believe that I, I do believe that ghosts exist and I do believe I've encountered them. So you don't,
3: you have not attributed any of this to the fact that your family just might be fucking with you.
2: How would they make that massive, big bright white light outside? Why would they first, no one's going to screw with a seven or eight year old kid. Oh, come any- on. I've met your dad. He'd, he'd definitely do that. Uh not till I was a little older. I don't think uh, there was just certain things you see that you can't explain and i've and I, you know what i bet you a lot of people listening will have different uh, experiences but there almost all of us have encountered things in our lives that we just can't explain how they happen that i i believe that there are that there is a supernatural and i do believe that you know there are ghosts and there are angels and things happen and uh, that's okay that's a part of the world in which we inhabit jeff do you have I'm any? not
4: really ready to debate Tim, too much on this. Um,
1: <laughs> do you, have you? Do you like see? Do you, you see ghosts as like well?
2: Yeah. No, I've never. I've never seen ghosts. But you've never experienced something that you thought had to have been supernatural.
4: Yeah, when I was like nine at sleepover camp, and I was intentionally being scared, like to buy into the myth of like that the camp has created for like some like uh, spooky part of it. But um, I, I don't know. Those like, t- house, you said house is like over 150 years old?
2: Yeah, it's a very old house.
4: I would just lie in that thing assuming something's around me. Well,
3: <laughs> I, I, you kind of hit on the key thing here, Jeff, is that this seems to happen to like kids, like little kids, because their brains are not fully developed yet. They don't know what they're seeing. And then as time passes, you misremember what actually happened. And then you just grow the myth inside your head. That's all that's happening. I would happening. say like I was 12 the last time I
2: saw this, like that. At the, at the so what happens all the time to you? It happened a few times when I was younger. It's been a while, but... Oh, dude. Listen, I know, I mean, I believe... You're asking me what do I want to believe? The truth or my lying eyes. Well, I believe what I saw. Do they talk to you? No, 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 no.
3: Do you constantly hear voices? <laughs>
4: Like, literally, maybe your dad just went out to the car with a flashlight and like accidentally turned the other way and it went near your window. Like,
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm also somebody who believed that Santa Claus existed till he was like 12 years old.: No oh, my God. Maybe, <laughs> So maybe I'm just a mark. I don't know. Um, maybe? Yeah, there, there's no maybe 12? with that. <laughs> 12.
4: How old were you till you realized wrestling was fake?
2: around the same age (laughs) today today is the day he found that out it's still (laughs) real to me
3: (laughs) oh boy tim i I actually have just i'm cruising through uh, the most popular twitter most popular social media platform in the world twitter right now according to you and i I just saw that a digital
2: horsey you love horsies one just sold for two hundred thousand dollars that's crazy does it dance like Rory's favorite Olympic sport?
3: No, it, uh, it, it races. It's it sold for 77 Ethereum.
2: I, I don't know what that means. Do I, how much Ethereum do you have in your digital wallet these days? Uh, no, I don't have a digital wallet. I have real wallets with my cards in them and cash in them. That's what I have. I don't have the digital wallets in the blockchains. That's not me. Maybe you should. Okay. I mean, you didn't, even, you didn't have cash to, to tip our caddies when we were at Cabot. So you don't carry I cash, don't lie. Cash. I didn't, we didn't stop at a place where there was an ATM that I could go withdraw money. And so I just didn't have cash. But you're, you're talking like you have cash all the time on you and I your wallet. I was- do. We went out to dinner a few weeks ago and I paid in cash and you chastised me. Yeah, it was really weird to pay in cash.
4: That is actually really like I get like having a bit, but be able to pay for like a multi bit.
2: I feel comfortable carrying cash usually. I'd say nine times in ten I have some sort of cash on me. My car, the little drawer in my car is full of change.
4: It's actually so weird. Like handing a waiter like a hundred and like 60 bucks in like 20s right now actually it, it does seem so foreign.
3: Yeah, it's like, really weird too, especially when you can just like uh, every time I go out, I especially when I'm with Tim, I just make a, make an effort to do Apple pay just to freak him out and he still terrifies me He can't quite grasp the concept of what's going on and you don't then you
2: don't even have to carry a wallet just bring your phone which you always have on you anyway yeah apple pay scares me i I don't understand how it works i i'm afraid of being hacked i just don't i can't why are you afraid of being hacked exactly yeah afraid of being hacked i just I, i don't want that to happen and i feel like the more opportunities you have to intermingle your money and your internet online the more opportunities for that type of corruption to happen now do you have any facts that support this i i no, i don't i this is just logic common sense and intuition and i may not be correct but that's sort of what i'm going with
3: i mean i feel like it would really improve your quality of life then you just wouldn't have to carry a whole bunch of stuff with you everywhere
1: yeah.
4: and i think tim probably underestimates the amount of of fraud protection that actually does exist and to the lengths that these companies if it's actually if you it's not hard to prove if that you didn't buy something in in Sri Lanka Tim like they they're very in my one experience like they were beyond helpful and like immediately
2: like reimbursed me so I believe that and I don't doubt that but that's still an aggravation I don't need in my life well, I had one at Christmas time
3: a few years ago that my credit card was compromised because I went on and looked, and they called me immediately. And they asked me if I was buying what was it? I was buying Starbucks in Hong Kong. I was like, I don't think so. I don't think that was me. <laughs> that might be tough on my part. they were like, all right, well, we'll, we'll
2: kill off Skinner with those organs at the airport. <laughs> like, what?
3: Then yeah, they they immediately reimbursed me and just canceled the card. It was super yeah, easy. I, then they sent I, then I, they I, immediately I, sent me out a new one.
2: That does sound easy, but that's still a layer of stress and aggravation that I can circumvent.
3: Yeah, but the, the move is that, I mean, Jeff, how many credit cards do you have? I have like uh, three and a
4: share like two of them with my wife. Yeah.
3: So so I I have one that I share with my wife and then I have like another one, which I use primarily for gambling purposes because you know how we always talk about like credit card points, Jeff, the move is like, I mean, I no one withdraws and deposits more than me on gambling sites with my credit card.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a couple, there's one in particular, not all of them want to take credit cards. So I, you know, more and get my money in through other ways, but um as gambling has become is you know is becoming more like they don't treat like when trying to put money in a lot of gambling sites like the banks treat it like you are um committing a like there's like a block on them right
3: uh, in some places, the, the more legal that sports betting gets and online casinos get, then the more they're going to take your credit cards. Yeah. I am, I'm sure that the credit card processing fee from the sites, like, as long as you're depositing enough, I don't think that they care. But if you just withdraw and then put your money back in, you get them points, Jeff, that's the move.
4: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. The withdraw and then put it back. I didn't even think about that part of the game.
3: That, that's the entire game right there. So even yeah. when you lose, you still win. Okay, so yeah. you can do Perfect. that so I have the two that I just I'd like to, my two primary cards, but I do have a third which I use once a year once every six months to keep active uh, with a setup purchase that I have in case like my cards become compromised, then I can just use that one, but it always just stays. Uh, like it's in my house. I, like, I have it in, well, I don't, I don't carry a wallet, but it's in my house. If I needed to bring it out with me, I could. It's in my Apple Pay as well, but I just never use it. So if something like this happens to him where one of your cards gets compromised,
2: you're not without a credit card at that point. No, I think all of what you said is very logical. It's just I've been trying to have as few points of contact as, as, as uh, with the internet and my money as possible. With still having the basic ones you need to have, but trying to reduce those points of contact just because I don't want to go through the annoyance and the aggravation of uh, dealing with that. That's all.
4: And obviously, like most of those gamblers, Pat, I have everything insta debit, whatever, whatever it took to have to get something in into an account in the dark days of of gambling i have and and i don't think paypal's in the um gambling space but i'm obsessed with paypal no you, well.
3: pa- pa- i think paypal is in the gambling space right now like you can use on like different dfs oh, sites and even like I, not necessarily the ones that we use in canada but i think a lot in the u.s do accept paypal so
4: you can, yeah I'm because big, you because you, you can
3: link your credit card and bank account to paypal and just pay that way Yeah,
4: it sounds like way too much for Tim, but it's really the most convenient and greatest thing. Going.
3: Yeah, well, it gets it in and out easy. Then you can get any currency you want at the same time, too. But, I mean, this is how a lot of people became, like, Bitcoin millionaires. They were people who were betting on these, like, real sketch offshore websites. And the only thing that they would take, like, the only way that they could actually get money into it, like, four years ago was buy Bitcoin, gamble on the site, get paid out in Bitcoin. So they just had all this Bitcoin when it was worth, like, nothing. And then all of a sudden, overnight, it's worth, like, $60,000. And they're just like, oh, this, this is great. that could have been you could have I've been never
4: you. paid any I, I'll, I'll admit i've never bought anything in bitcoin if i have bitcoin i'm i'm i don't like that whole like i have to pay you in bitcoin to access your your service that's that's too much for me yeah well that's
3: i mean those were like pretty offshore sites were the ones no there's a couple that. books that still like
4: operate that that way and uh sometimes they have juicy lines and i got a buddy who likes
3: that site so uh
4: yeah, you're like a Bitcoin trader slash uh, sports
3: better when, when using certain books. All right, Tim, what's, what's your next topic here?
2: So I, have, so I have a couple, and you tell me which ones you guys are interested in. Uh, I am furious at Pringles for changing the logo. <laughs> I despise and don't understand why people would ever order a waffle cone with their ice cream when regular cones are so much better. Uh, I wanted to talk about picture-in-picture picture and why it needs to make a big comeback and also movie novelizations and why we couldn't do that with other things. What would you like to talk about?
3: I mean, I feel the like we can... You are so wrong.
2: I, I feel like we could clear up the waffle cone one
3: pretty easily. It's that waffle cones are far superior to regular cones and that's why first, people like them.
2: First, no, they're not. Yes. Secondly, are you going to eat ice cream or are you going to eat a cone? I'm going to eat the ice cream. What is wrong with people that they need to get the waffle cone with the dip chocolate and the M&M's or the peanuts, and they're upstaging the ice cream? So you really don't like the ice. You might as well just get plain vanilla frozen yogurt if you're going to eat those cones, because you're not really eating it for the ice cream. It's like getting a really, really nice piece of beef and covering it with ketchup. It's like you get a, you but get a really good. nice piece of beef and cover it in fucking A1 sauce. No not a filet mignon I wouldn't <laughs> not a piece not a Chateaubriard uh, no I wouldn't do that with that kind of stuff uh, th- that's essentially what you're doing when you that, that place, is absolutely not the case. all you're doing is taking the same perfect. thing and putting it in something
3: that's also delicious that way you get two times the deliciousness.
2: So now the you're-, you're no longer the star of the show. You Who
3: cares? Also, the, the big... the big. Hold on. Hold delicious. on. Yes, everything should be delicious, especially if I'm going to eat ice cream. I want everything to be... I don't want to eat a piece of fucking styrofoam with my ice cream. I feel like that downgrades the quality it's of the ice cream. It's, it's fucking fun. disgusting. Shut up. Next thing, the waffle cone, much better integrity and doesn't get super soggy and actually supports your ice cream a whole lot better.
4: That's okay, not Tim, you are so off base here i will give you the credence of one thing you do not need those extra fancy dipped waffle cones because those are like the least fresh those probably been there like all weekend but the fresh waffle cone and to pat's point the integrity it also works with like the waffle cone entitles you to more ice cream so it's like more ice cream more delicious cone you are so like off base here
2: No, I'm 100% right. You obviously don't like the ice cream that much. If you have to- No, I love them both.
4: And then then you put a piece of that waffle cone, like, oh my God, wrong. So it's a delicious- No, it's a delicious- It's a delicious partner. It's It's a partner. It's It's a pairing. I love ice cream, but it can be paired with a delicious cookie cracker cone.
2: No, then you're distracting. If I want a big scoop of tiger tail ice cream, tiger, you're already fucking idiot. (laughs) Whatever, just a black licorice. And you're telling me that I
4: can't have the cone I want.
2: What, What kind of? Okay, Jeff, what's your favorite kind of ice cream? If I could give you one scoop of ice cream before the electric chair, what would it be? Cookie dough. Uh,
4: probably like just a delicious uh like world-class chocolate like a hey, like a like a chocolate honestly like some. honestly even as simple as like a chocolate vanilla swirl would work for me but it's still going to be in a so waffle then if you cone. really
2: want to appreciate the chocolate and vanilla swirl then you get it with just a plain cone that isn't trying to overpower or overshadow or take away from the ice cream your palate <laughs> is being torn in so many different directions because you're also eating this other thing to go with wait, wait, the ice hold, cream. Hold on. But how are you, like, I, how, how, you how, are, how are you You just have like black eating?
4: licorice as your treat, it, and then you polish it off. You cleanse your palate with a styrofoam
2: cracker from church. It's the putting a big old scoop of ice cream on top of a piece of pie. I don't like it because it takes away from the pie. That's crazy. Oh. Also, Tim, Jeff is exactly right. It tastes like the fucking wa- communion wafers at church. It's fucking disgusting. I don't think so. I think it's fine. And because it's soft, it absorbs some of the melted ice cream into it. So you get that ice cream flavor into that cone. So that adds to the flavor. So that isn't true. It's like a piece of bread to finish your soup broth. Oh, uh, You wouldn't ice use cream. a fancy piece of challah or something with your soup. You use like a piece of hard bread around. Like it, it's common sense. It's because you've got a bunch of hipster millennials who can only eat yummy things and think that the best things have to be paired with other best things and can't just have a normal cone. No, they have to have a fancy uh waffle cone i'm sorry you don't need it they're needlessly pricey they're not that good and they detract from the ice cream you want ice cream have some ice cream don't you don't need the ice cream and the the fancy hipster gourmet artisanal waffle cone i'm sorry i
3: I, I, I i don't think that anyone's having an artisanal waffle cone they're just standard fucking cones that come with ice cream also how are you eating ice cream that you're mixing the two together that often
2: what do you mean mixing the two together? That you often?
3: put the the scoop of ice cream in? Probably double scoop, or I mean, for you, like quadruple scooped. Like you're, yeah. it's not like you're taking your like you have a big, you have the cone like this, and then you have like four scoops of ice cream or three scoops of ice cream. It's not like your your first lick is a bite of the cone in the fucking ice cream along with it. You eat the ice cream down till you get to the cone, then you have a delicious cone with
2: a little bit of ice cream
3: left. It's perfect.
2: No, <sighs> perfect. It, it, it's, it's perfect. Not, Literally
3: not. perfect.
2: They also don't hold the liquid as well because there's little gaps or holes in the waffle cone. Well, how slow are you eating your and ice cream? They drip. And they drip. Oh, I don't rush. And they drip at the bottom. They're inefficient. They try to overpower and overshadow. Like I can't tell you how many. You're people literally have talking gone to ice cream about parlors and said, "Oh, I love it in there because the cone smells so nice." So you're already not talking about the ice cream. I'm sorry. You want ice cream, go get ice cream. You want waffles, go have waffles. I don't think they need to be mixed. I think it's a disservice to ice cream, which is a great dessert.
3: Also, your statement of having a very nice steak and putting ketchup all over it is not really what this is going with here. It would be like having a very nice steak and having some like risotto next to it. And then like if you want to get mushrooms in that risotto or yeah. for whatever reason you, like, didn't like, you didn't like oh. the Parmesan cheese, it's just a nice compliment to it. They mix very well and it enhances the entire thing.
4: It's like a steak with an amazing, like garlic whipped mash. Like some bites will come together, some bites will be separate. All bites would be amazing. I don't matter with Support
2: the mixing of all these flavors. I think you should focus on the ice cream. Whatever ice cream flavor you really like, go with it and enjoy the ice cream because that's what you're having.
4: And and let's rewind to say your flavor of choice is black licorice
2: and orange. Yes, this is the same position. Is why I despise people who mix different flavors of, fl- of slushies because i don't understand that you want a slushy have a blue slushy or, tim, red, or what would
4: you make if i told you like as a kid we would take like honey nut cheerios and frosted flakes together and it would be magical or make I one be, of them fruit loops i who would cares? be
2: appalled is what would happen wrong.
4: you're wrong you're
2: They're wrong just delicious yeah. on their own but some things just don't go together, yeah, you, go together. You, hold on hold on tim have you ever done here. this have I had waffle cones with ice cream? Of course I no, have. Have you, ha,
3: have you mixed cereals together?
2: No, I've never mixed. <laughs> them. Well, then
3: how would you know? Because you're a big proponent of going to the Ponderosa, the world's lowest steakhouse, and well, walking and, and walking up them. to every
2: pop flavor and making swamp water. And you said that's no, delicious. I did that? I never did. I hate swamp water. What are you talking about? You thats said, what you said, you said that, that you've done you it. There. That's what you did when you were there. Of course, I've done it and tried it. It was terrible. That's how I know it was terrible. Tim, you now you're lying. No, of course I've tried it. Listen Every to, the, listen to your it. voice, how, how
3: up it goes. You're definitely lying.
2: Well, because I'm being accused of something. You've been on this show and said how much you like it before. I No, I've tried it. <laughs> I love the Ponderosa, but not for that reason. I did try it, but I didn't like it. That's why I'm an opponent of the flavored Diet Coke, which, by the way, I was 100% right about because they've gotten rid of pretty much all of them. Once what? again, check in Top Cat's corner and not your guys' corner. Well, like, they, once again, well, they, they
3: kept all the good ones that people liked, like the Acai Berry.
2: No, the only, the only one I think they've kept is the feisty cherry. But like cherry coke's been around for forever and ever. So well, I I, 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 to... I
3: was gonna buy you that vanilla, the diet vanilla one, the
2: other day. The DCX that's different. That's DCX, which in and of itself, I bet in a year or two, that'll fall by the wayside too. That's
4: the worst one. But that's yeah,
2: gross. I think no, we no, tried the energy drink that you guys tried, and hated. I
4: don't know, Tim. This is really weird. It's delicious. Like I also like yummy. The
2: plain, I also like the plain cones. Like I said, they're they absorb some of the ice cream into them. They have a good structural. Listen,
4: food. I like you agree, like it is yummy. The plain cone, like it's all kinds of ice cream. Like I made that thing with the communion wafer. Compared to the waffle cone, it's clearly inferior. But it's like I'll have a bad piece of pizza. Like I'll happily go to that ice cream truck, get a swirly uh Vanilla chocolate cone on a on a classic cone you like, and I enjoy. I'm never complaining, but the fact that you think you can hold a candle here, you're you're out of your mind.
2: So you're not really going for the ice cream. You're going for the waffle and the ice cream together. I myself am going for the ice cream. So I guess that's what we differ. Why don't you just have an ice cream in a bowl?
4: You, you're so you think you're so goddamn pretentious. Like you think you're into the ice cream more than than us.
2: Yes, it's like having whiskey and putting ice in it versus not putting ice in it. You, like, I'm but sorry. How many
3: times a year do you drink whiskey? A few times a year, not a whole it's lot. Just, so, like, do, so like, so like twice. You're a bit. You're a big whiskey aficionado, are you? But when I drink it, I drink it neat.
2: <laughs> what about a waffle bowl? No. <laughs> you don't need the waffle. Why the waffle? We don't need the waffle. Man, why aren't you just say you don't Instead like waffles? a regular bowl that can't be eaten? I don't mind waffles. I, waffles are fine for breakfast or whatever. Like, but I, and I, you've never
4: had fried chicken and waffles. Clearly, like that would, I
2: think I have tried that, but again, I, I I I wasn't a huge fan of it. I don't think.
3: Of course, you weren't. A lot of carbs are you uh, uh, tim Tim walked us through he was doing keto and couldn't figure out why he wasn't losing weight and then he told me what he was eating and then it it didn't occur to him that he can't just eat the worst possible things although they have no carbs in them
2: well i was under the impression that if it has no carbs it's healthy for you (laughs) and i was proceeding in that fashion who cares how much butter you use? butter has no carbs who cares how many eggs you're eating eggs have no carbs Who cares how much oil you use oil has no carbs
3: yeah, he didn't realize that like olive oil had an immense amount of calories in it, Jeff.
2: I thought olive oil was calorie free. I was, my mind was blown that it wasn't. So you could have like unlimited bacon. I was having a lot of bacon <laughs> and a lot of like, because I thought, why not? I remember being told it's all about carbs in and carbs out. And it doesn't matter what you eat. As long as you are under 20 net carbs, your body burns it all off super fast. This is how I understood the process to be.
3: I feel like you did a minimal amount of research on this before you started your keto diet. <laughs> Evidently. Have you been trying it again now and trying to restrict the, maybe not even restrict the calories, but not eat like globs of butter? Yes.
2: I realized that I shouldn't do that. Although I thought, I guess. I think
3: they're
4: saying like eating those things is healthier than eating carbs, even if they're in theory, not healthier, but like you can't eat them in mass quantities.
2: I thought it didn't matter. I thought only thing, the only game in town was carbohydrates. And if you cut those out, nothing else mattered. Which is not the case for anyone listening
3: out there who's thinking about going on the keto diet. But to keep yourself in ketosis, you need to be below a certain carb count per day. But if you ingest more calories than
2: everything else, you're still going to gain weight. Yes, I can, I've stipulated <laughs> that I was wrong and that I misunderstood the process. Can you tell Jeff what happened to
3: your car? Because I haven't told him.
2: It's just that it got into an accident and I got a new car. It's nothing big. What
4: kind of accident?
2: A deer jumped in front of me.
4: <laughs> oh, man.
2: But everybody was okay. It just it came out of nowhere in the dark of night. And then I got a new car. There's no real story there. The best story is that I have I took the cigarette lighter out of my old car to put in my new car, and it works. And it works? Yeah, it goes in the, the Volt port.
4: So when you got a new car... Uh, okay.
3: So but, I was excited about it. Tim, can you tell them about the features of your new car and how it might be better than your old car? Well, Yes it has
2: bluetooth heated seats
4: heated steering no
2: no it doesn't have that and i don't need those things it has that maybe in my next car uh it in has 12 years it has bluetooth Ooh. which i figured out how to synchronize my phone to <laughs> it has that
4: blows up the car
2: well i have a, the, I have a surge protector now that the people gave me if you remember did you right. talk to the people about this no but remember they gave it to me on the on the last award show they mailed me yes i know but
4: did you talk to the car salesman about about
2: no, no i did not <laughs> I, I i decided to keep that under my hat uh i have a backup camera which i've never had or used before. it's awesome and i love but but see
4: like among, a month, you would have called insurance. anyone who needs that like like um a- A millennial
2: who can't stare out their back. It's now in a fantastic piece of equipment and I'm (laughs) delighted to have it. Uh, I have a two-tone interior, which is both black and champagne inside, which is quite nice. And the the car itself is champagne colored, which I really love. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it, it has this button on my steering wheel where you can take incoming telephone calls and outcoming telephone calls which is like really awesome. I've never seen before. And a button on my steering wheel that turns the volume somehow of my stereo <laughs> up and down, which I've never had before. It's like, got all these doodads and gizmos that it's like, it's awesome. I love this car. I loved my old car. I wish I still had my old car. I, I wish that that deer had not run in front of me. But out of dark clouds, there were silver linings. And I have all these newfangled gizmos on this car, which I absolutely adore.
4: I like. That. I love you. You. This is why you're like the best because these, like, these are. You. You. You.
2: They're I mean love be- you. I I've love never you. You're amazing. Be- I've never experienced them. So, it, but it's but, but easier, do you so. not see
4: this as like a microcosm as of. Ninety nine percent of times, things that you like come on here and fight or fight with your buddies in the group chat or in your you know in person in your conversations. Once you adopt them, you like ninety nine percent of the time, you agree that it is clearly like more efficient or better, um, more enjoyable, or as I said, just simply like better. And but you fight so hard with everything.
2: I mean, yes, I that's true. Inside. You would
4: have you would have mocked the need. Who the hell would need a t- these lazy millennials? They need a camera. They can't change their volume
2: without turning a knob on the console like you would have like you do right I probably would have but and I will and I will concede that but these these little gizmos are so awesome that I love them (laughs) and it makes me feel like like such a modern contemporary person chugging along in my car and like pushing a button on the steering wheel to talk to somebody I'm like I feel like George Jetson on his way to Spacely Sprockets like it's so like modern and this is all with the base
3: level features a car can have since 2010, basically.
2: Perhaps. But again, I, I don't know. I didn't have these things. I didn't know these things. But now I do. And I'm like super stoked. And so Your all these innocence
4: things... is so heartwarming. I, and so I whatever
2: mean, new that, things I that mean, are going to be in the 2022 cars in 10 years time, I'll discover those now. You mean like in my car? Yeah, I mean, your car seemed to have many of the same features my hat. I'm sure it has a bunch of other ones that I didn't realize. Oh, wait,
4: Pat's car has the base model features?
2: No, no, but I'm sure it had other features that just, I didn't see them at, at play, so I didn't know that they were there. Oh, it's a similar one. It had a backup camera as well. That's that. Uh, it, it, it had this neat thing where the garage, or sorry, the garage, the trunk door uh, closes by just pushing a button at the top, <laughs> which I'd never seen before. That's really <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, well, it did, and it also had this little button underneath to open it, either like pushed rather than like having to push the trunk open button that it like opened on its own. Like I've said really this cool. before,
4: you're you're literally insane, man.
2: <laughs> well, I just I've never been around somebody with a car that new that had like those like 2020. Yes, you ones. have. Or I did. If I have, I didn't remember seeing that. Because what? people aren't
4: showing off features from 12 years ago. <laughs>
2: Well, anyway, i just telling you what I experienced.
3: Like the only thing that the, because my wife and I got a new car, we got a new Volkswagen Atlas because we need something big for the kids. The only thing that it has like new that I was like, oh, this is great. That instead of like, you know, the Jeff, the when you turn on the heat warming button for your seat, that it has like the heat cooling button for your seat. So it has like air conditioning in the seat. That, that
2: is smart. That was a good feature, wasn't it, Tim? Great feature. I think that is a good feature. I would be. I have no objection to that feature. Uh, I think the idea of a steering wheel that warms itself in the winter is a great idea. So not so much for when you're parked in the garage. And but leave, why do you need that? Like, like
4: you, you are not going to n- never have, not have the need for your but like, if he had to park, leather driving gloves. You're well trustees, well, there's right?
2: There's reason that people used to wear driving gloves. Like, there was a practical reason. It wasn't just because they looked cool. But <laughs> like if he's parked at the office and the car's outdoors and it's cold, when you get in, obviously by pushing that button, the ice cold steering wheel becomes warm. Again, that's a practical function. That's not there to be a peacock. Like, look at me with my peanut dipped waffle cone to eat my artisanal ice cream. That is just, it, it, ice cream is just a thing to fill the cone with because that's what I love because I'm so cool. Like, it's not that. So I can have that with my demi tasse of cappuccino so people can see me out on the balcony. Uh, I,
4: <laughs> I, I've never eaten
2: an ice cream <laughs>
4: waffle cone and thought it looked cool before.
2: Oh, it's all status symbol. That
3: the people are out yeah. on the streets showing off their luxurious lives with their waffle cone ice creams.
2: I think it's a bit of a peacock move. If you want to be honest, if I want to be completely honest, look at me—I'm the cock of the walk, walking around with my waffle cone and the dip top of it, and how fancy I am, while you commoners are eating from McDonald's or Dairy Queen in your uh, your your cones. And I guess that's as good as you can do, even though they're superior. Well, the other thing, Jeff, about Tim's car so his old car he
3: bought for like super cheap from this guy who had died. And in the back seat of the car was the old man's cane and all of these hats that he had. And then Tim kept all the hats and then he kept wearing the hats. And now all those hats are in the back of his new car somehow.
2: Yeah, I moved all my like my little doodads and my hats and my mementos and my little talisman over to the new car. Sure. Yeah. Why not? They're mine. I own them. Like I don't have one of those like little hula dancers to put on the dash, but I would definitely put one of those things on my dash if I had one. Why? Like the little, why do you still have
3: the old man's cane?
2: it's mine now. Uh, Is that a I, jets bumper sticker. No, I'm not a bumper sticker guy. Never was. Uh, but like the little stuffed animals that I have, I put those back in the car. Oh <laughs> like I, that's who I am. I like to have all kinds of like I like to make it my own when I'm inside the car. Uh, I don't want it to be a completely what sterile environment. Animals. Yeah, like little stuffed animals, like little toys or whatever. Like my hats and everything and my tokens and my change. And anyway, I like that stuff. I'm sorry. I like to individualize my my face. (laughs) Where do you put the animals? Like in those arm, uh, the handholds on the top by the ceiling of the car. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like that you'd hold on to if somebody was driving too fast and you get terrified. Like I slide them through there or sometimes they like sit in the back window. I got that habit from my old man who switches every season, a new little character in his car, depending on if it's spring, he has this like sunflower that he puts up there. And then on the summer solstice, he puts this uh, big picture of a sun during the fall. There's a pumpkin during the winter. There's a snowman. Like he, some of this is learned behavior and I concede that, but uh, you know what? It's sort of like charming and nice. Again, there's nothing wrong with going around life and seeing little things that cheer you up, and make you happy. I'm not opposed to that. It's just kind of crazy. Do you ever burn any of
3: these stuffed animals when you use the ashtrays in your car for your cigarettes? No, I do not. I, I still can't believe you use the ashtrays in your car.
2: That's what they're there for. They're ashtrays.
3: No, I understand what they're there for. Sorry, I've just, Dan. I've just never known anyone who uses the ashtrays in their car beyond 1987.
4: Okay. I've never known anyone. I've seen these people on the road who have stuffed animals. <laughs> 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 window. <laughs>
2: Sometimes I give them names. What are their names? I don't want to go through it all.
3: Well, you but gotta I have a little.
2: You, I have you, a little pig right now who I named Pinky. Say that again. I have a little pig right now in one of my windows that I call Pinky. That's pretty creative. Ah, you know, I was going to call him Mister Pig, but then I decided to call him Pinky. What are some of the other ones? I had at one point a little tiny bat that I called Hazel, like witch hazel, witch bat, hazel, witch hazel, way Any more? I mean, I had a pumpkin at one point. I I called him Jack because he's like a jack-o'-lantern. But that was pretty clever. Yeah, they're usually just pretty pretty off-the-cuff names. I see that. Again, a lot of people do this. When you say a lot... Five-year-old
4: yeah, names like her piggy, like "Mm, piggy. What do you
2: mean? Like a lot of people have like individualized things in their cars to make them like... You smile when you see it. Brings so, a little l- ray of light, maybe, into your day.
3: So, Jeff, you, uh, back to what you were saying before about how once Tim does something or has something, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. Then he's like the biggest advocate of it. So since, yeah. I've, since I've been back, I've been taking Tim to some, like, fancy restaurants, or at least much fancier than the places that he eats. And guess what? He loves them all. Um,
2: they, they've all been really good, I have to say. I had this Cornish game hen the other night, and it was, so it was delicious. It was delicious. I never said that those restaurants weren't good, just that I was not inclined to go by myself and spend a bunch of money at a restaurant. But these places that we've been going, both for the food and the fellowship, have been great. And uh, yeah, they, I've had, I haven't had a bad meal yet since any, we've gone to any of these restaurants that you recommended.
4: You I mean, weren't going to pull the uh, owl table for one
3: Borland?
2: No, I was not. I've done that before, but I don't need to do that. But I'd it, rather
3: just go home. But it wasn't like you had to go to these restaurants by yourself when i wasn't here you could have just went with any of our other friends well i don't know that they were going and if they
2: were they weren't inviting me so i don't know <laughs> you can make the plan sometimes you know uh, i'm not a plans guy for that kind of stuff you know
3: you can be like hey i, I-, I-, I want to go try this restaurant this looks pretty good do you want to come I with me know. and the answer is going to be yes
2: sure I'd have to get myself out of the comfort zone and start myself up and organize it. and
3: Whatever. Is this
2: just like this hockey team you've been trying to put together for three years that everyone keeps grilling you about? Well, I'm going to do it. Really? It sounds like you're doing it. Well, again, I'm just, I haven't gotten it done. But I'll get it done. But wasn't the team supposed to happen two years ago? Yes, it was. But then COVID hit and then I forgot. And then I was reminded and then I forgot. It is going to happen. Or at least I'm going to attempt to organize it. For when? Like, Why are you grilling me, me on this? Why are you against me? I'm not against you, but you say you're like,
3: oh, I, I, I can't make plans. But then you're trying to organize different things. And you can't even get that off the ground.
4: Better get those permits in, buddy.
3: Yeah. You've really, you've really positioned yourself well for all these, like, you know, we go on a golf trip, everyone else organizes some aspect of it, except for you. It's actually a pretty good way
2: to get out of things. Well, I, when I've tried to organize things in the past, I have been chastised (laughs) and criticized for all my choices. So I was, I'm like, well, okay, well then let other people make decisions so that the weight of the decision-making doesn't fall upon my head. Jeff, we went
3: to March Madness one year, I think it was in 2010 or 2011. And we went, we flew into Charlotte because day one and day three of the tournament were there. And then we drove down to Myrtle Beach afterwards to go play golf, but we were flying back out of Charlotte, so we had to drive back up and drop off our rent a car. And the only part of the trip that Tim actually had to put into practice, that we left on his shoulders, was to book the hotel the last night that we were there. So we could go heard, yeah. drive to the hotel from South Carolina, back up to North Carolina, stay at the hotel uh, and be close enough that we could go drop off the car in the morning and then go catch our flight. So it wouldn't be a hassle. We showed up to this fucking place. And I mean, I didn't do heroin when I was there, but I may as well have, because I think that's what the rest of the rooms were being used
2: for. I, I was
4: asked, I've heard this story. I'm not do one thing,
2: which was to book, uh, hotel near the airport and i decided our so last night there's no need to be extravagant so i thought i'd save us a few bucks he booked us for four people i think the cost of the hotel room was 30 dollars. i thought it was a steal i thought i was being very shrewd <laughs> it didn't set off any red flags well, no, well obviously if it set off red flags i wouldn't have booked it but this was also 2010 or 2011 before oh, wow. like you could like go on like the website to check out. What no, that that is absolutely not true. You're sort of just flying blind. <laughs> no, it. No.
3: When do you think that you, you're talking about using YouTube in 2005,
2: but hotels didn't have websites in 2011? Well, they didn't have like very good ones or it took a while to upload. I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not saying I didn't do it. I'm just saying that I took responsibility, p- picked a place was, Beat about the head and shoulders, and I was like, "Okay, well, then why should I choose to do anything when no matter what I decide, I will just be grilled for?" Oh, and I even if I go to the place. Hold, hold I on, no, no, reason, no, no. Reason, well, well, how do you know that? You didn't pick a good place. You picked a fucking meth lab. See, this is this is why. Can you when,
3: can you please just just so the people know? Can you give us a, an accurate representation of this place?
2: Two beds a window next to a light with no curtains, uh, an old television, one of those closets that's a mirror that slides, uh, like the sliding door closet that's a mirror. Yeah, I mean, like, it was very bare bones. Would you say it was cleaned? I, I, I can't remember. I'm sure it was. I, I wouldn't have said it was unsanitary. I think the other three of us would say that. Uh, look, I don't know. But this is why people don't ask me to book trips anymore. Because when I do, I get heat.
3: Yeah, but you put pride into everything else in the rest of your life. But you
2: don't with this sort of stuff. Well, I haven't had to book anything like this in a very long time. Because, because you're, no un- you're untrustworthy. It. See? Then how can I become trustworthy if no one gives me an opportunity?
3: Because you don't step up to the... The, the only thing that you stepped up to do was to organize this hockey team. And it's been two
2: years and you haven't done anything. I apologize for all my shortcomings no I, are- if
3: you want the responsibility and people to ask you to do some of these things maybe you should try doing some of it
2: you're right i'm a loser i'm sorry see this is, just you get, you? this is
3: just you getting out of any responsibility again so this entire like i have just joined this golf weekend that we're going on at the end of the month and all of a sudden that i'm doing now more of the organizing than you have and you've been going on this trip for like three years
2: I have never done any of the organizing of this trip. This is the baby of other people. I simply show up, pay my money, and play. And uh, that's just the way it is. And honestly, that's the way I'd like it to stay. I don't want to have to get involved in the minutia of it. So uh, I, I, I guess my question is, are
3: you throwing all this
2: organizational stuff so you never get asked? I run the Keeper League. Sure. So that's the thing I do that I take a lot of time to do. That's my thing. I run a keeper league.
3: But you run it now because I gave it to you. I was this
2: co-running year. it with you for the last several years, doing a lot of the work. You were doing some too, and I was doing a lot of work. And now I'm going to do all the work. And that's fine. Like I'm ha- That's my contribution to organizing and doing things. Do, do we have our keepers yet? I said I wouldn't have them out till next weekend, and that's when I'll have them out. Are you actually going to have them out, or are you just going to be like, oh, I'm not going to no, do it? No, no, I will have them out next weekend.
3: All right. Paul has a topic, I think. About a month ago, Tim came up to me and he's like, oh, I, I hear you have like your goaltending equipment and your hockey equipment. I would be interested in joining a team. So I, I'm getting the sense that maybe, just maybe, he was trying to pawn off this responsibility from the last few years that I didn't know about onto me to organize the team.
4: Oh, I, um, would, just, I would just put it now. On the abstract of this game, he knows he needs a couple goalies with equipment, so he's marked that he's got one of those filled now.
2: That's it. That I'm. I'm be, exactly, that, I think that the way Jeff put it is perfect. That's exactly what's going on here. What was the
3: first topic you put out there in in your string of ones before waffle cone?
2: Oh, that I'm furious at the people at Pringles for ruining the Julius Pringles mascot. I didn't realize his name was Julius, but yes, please tell us about this. So one of the coolest mascots in the food world is the Pringles guy, Julius Pringles. Question. Is there any mascot
3: for a fast food or food brand or unhealthy food brand that you
2: don't think is cool? I don't think the Burger King King is very cool. The Sneak King? Yeah. Is that because he scares you? Like the A and W bear is really cool. Uh, You know what? Ronald McDonald is not cool. I'll say he's not cool. Is it because you're scared Uh, of clowns? No. Uh, Grimace is cool, but uh, Ronald is not. (laughs) Do you see a lot of yourself in Grimace? Only when I wear all purple. Uh, Who else? I mean, there's not a lot of other places that have mascots, I guess. Like, Wendy's doesn't have a mascot. They have Uh, have Wendy. Well, but that's who the, the place is named after, Dave Thomas's daughter, so... She's not really a mascot in that sense. It's like a cartoon mascot. Uh, I don't think there's any other places with good mascots. I mean, like, the the Toucan Sam from Fruit Loops is great. Tony the Tiger is really cool. I don't like that Trix rabbit, so I suppose he's not cool. Uh, Anyway, my point being, Mr. Pringles is a very iconic, cool-looking character. And while he's been, like, touched up and changed over the years... This is by far the most radical change to his appearance ever. And it's incredibly minimalistic. And it almost is like he doesn't look like a human anymore. It's like a, just a circle, like an oval with two dots and the handlebar mustache. And it's awful. Like, I don't understand why these companies, be it planters, who had one of the biggest flops in advertising the last several years, or now Pringles, would monkey and change around with the most iconic thing that they have in their brand which is that a logo that everybody knows uh, sorry mascot everybody knows and can recognize pretty much around the around the world like are they so desperate for clicks and so desperate for like is somebody like th- this is how they're going to get to be president of the corporation is by coming with this great idea that we should revolutionize the one great thing we have and I, it's just awful, and I don't understand it. And it gets another example of change for change's sake, and it, it's dumb.
3: Well, I think they saw the success of Mr. Peanut, although people didn't like it. The amount of tension Planters got was probably more than the past 50 years combined. So that actually worked out in their favor because people were talking about Planters Peanuts again. And this one, I mean, it just seems like you're anti-bald because all they did to the logo was just take away the hair.
2: Well, they just—they made it look incredibly minimalistic, so? like incredibly modern, and like it doesn't look. Wait, like what cool is modern movie about movie. it? It just—it looks like he took a pick to his head, and that's the end of it. No, like he doesn't look like the cool sort of like barbershop vaudeville singer that he was before. Like he—he's lost all his personality, and I don't like that. And it's I Mister Choir
4: Panache, what would be the proper? Uh... His panache, yeah, panache, yes, yeah. Mister Peanut though had top panache
2: he had a lot oh, of class yes. too no he did he had a ton of class
3: with like monocle the, pop like hat. like that time he went to the opera and snapped in half <laughs> no he
2: just kept sliding out of the seat because he can't hinge at the waist yes <laughs> but anyway i just i don't like it when corporations take a hammer to the best icons they have even corporations i don't like like pepsi who made their logo ugly and unrecognizable a few years ago i don't know why people do this stuff uh it just it i don't understand it i don't think it works it upsets the fans it upsets the regular you know the common consumer and i don't know who it pleases here's a question
3: for you jeff does anyone really love pringles or is or are pringles just a thing that people have sometimes because it's convenient
4: yeah, I would probably agree with that. I don't like them that much, but once in a while I get a, a Jones inform, for them, and then I'll like probably have half a box, and then I'm like, I really don't
2: even. I don't know why they're I like did, the official snack of hotel rooms. How many times have you gone on a road trip with friends and? i love in them a, on like in the VIA Rail, room, like the small brings, thing. Pringles, somebody brings Pringles, and just about every hotel room. If you go on a trip with friends, <laughs> so somebody has a can of Pringles. What are you room. talking? Because it's a very easy snack to purchase and a. Uh, snack to, 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 to transport pringles are like the unofficial snacks of road trips you always see pringles because i will
4: say it like summer camp those were pretty popular because i guess the case was sturdy and
2: that that's yeah. that
3: that's basically the entire reason to buy pringles like if you are like let's say in a car because I, I can see that you can have some pringles on a road trip although we just did a road trip to him and there was no pringles in sight there were not there but were there not. was a bag of doritos because doritos yeah, are just way better
2: Uh, I think that's right. I mean, of course it's right. Pringles just aren't really that good is the problem. I'm a, I'm actually a Lay's Stacks man myself, not a Pringle. It's, it's,
3: it's a hundred percent the casing that you can put the top back on it and you don't have to worry about bringing a clip
2: to put your chips back on. Yeah, that's it. You never get, you very rarely get a broken Pringle and that they're easy to transport. Plus then you can use the can later on for your change or whatever, if you want. Oh my God. (laughs) What the? Like my grandmother used to use a Pringles can for a change for a long time. Wow. <laughs> anyway, my point being, I, it, it, Pringles are an iconic brand. Everybody knows what a Pringle is, just about. Uh, and, every, and I don't know, I've never met anybody who didn't like Pringles. They may not say, oh, I don't love them. They're not my favorite thing. But I've yet to encounter a person who goes, oh, yuck, Pringles. I hate those. And uh, why would they mess around and screw around with their, their, their mascot, their most iconic character, Makes no sense to me. I don't see what the gain is. I from that cost-benefit analysis, I don't know what the benefit is. There's only drawbacks. Can most? Do you think
3: that most people look at the Pringles can with the new logo and be like, "Wow, they changed that"? Or most people just completely indifferent to it? Because I would say, I would say, that's dumb. I would, I would wager most people wouldn't even notice because it doesn't, it, it doesn't look massively dissimilar. He just doesn't have hair. Oh, I think it looks very,
2: very different. I
3: and know That's because you
2: hate bald people. No, that's not true at all. I just don't like when they change the character for no reason. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Why do corporations do this? Why do they damage their most iconic thing just for the sake of freshening things up? When no one's calling for it. No one's clamoring for it. It's dumb. I don't understand it. It should stop. But if it was up to you, nothing would ever change. No, not true. I believe in change when change is good, but change for change's sake, I don't like. Maybe they wanted to be inclusive. It's no, they did it because they thought it would look that it would look cool. That would be. I, I'm it not cool. going to lie to you. I think it looks better. It looks cleaner. No, it, it does.
4: Listen, companies they gotta digitally like just sharpen the edges of logos. Like everyone is kind of doing it. I guess, yeah. You said it off that's the top. McDonald's it's 2022 the and, and they,
2: for 50 they years.
4: gave the guy a facelift. What are you so like angry about? This it's guy, bad. this guy wants to tell you he's less insane than I am when you, uh, when you're asked to vote on something.
3: <laughs> that's true. And I am. Well that's that that,
2: that that that's not what the result said, Tim. It's getting closer every year, Jeff. Well, we've only we've only year. we've only done it once. Yeah, we'll see what the vote is next year. I want to bet that it's not closer. I bet it's closer. I bet you it's not. Oh, well, I bet it is. Because
3: I don't think we're going to see a more insane Jeff than we saw in 2020. He's, he's, his return to normalcy has begun. You're just getting more wild by the second. Exactly!
4: And I look forward to breaking that all down as we get closer to the games. Because you're the you're the absolute crazy one. People will see me sort of find my own even keel in my own bubble. You're out like what you're doing to Trevor Lawrence is goddamn insanity. Like you, you're, you're sick, bro. You're sick.
2: I, I don't feel anything about it. He's not good. <laughs> Sorry. So Jeff, Tim to rich had a party
3: on the lake with his boats and everything like that in his boat house. Uh, and I did find that his dad actually in their boathouse, they, he had a Miami dolphins, like, uh, like, what do they call it like a like donut the, there the life it is
4: saver or just pool toy like yeah
3: there it is so floaty. i mean I, that's probably I asked, I asked tim's dad i was like that's secretly tim's he was like
2: oh yeah 100 secret dolphins fan oh yeah our- oh yeah that's why he's using the curse against them now, my dad's been a dolphins fan since he was a little boy in the 70s and the reason was because they were in the south like in the warm sunny part of florida and he liked the colors and that's why he became a dolphins fan he's been one he's a diehard dolphins fan and i hate that team And, uh, anyway, yes, there's dolphin stuff all over our house and I hate it. Anyway, so there's two things from this that
3: we discovered. One, apparently Tim said that he could take off in an airplane.
2: I, I, my position was, my brother used to be a pilot, so I'm not completely talking out of my rear end. Hold uh, hold on. What does that have to do with anything? I think taking off is not the difficult part of flying. It's landing safely. That's the difficult part of flying. That I think is what requires the most skill and ability that I wouldn't have a chance at doing. But you wouldn't taking have a chance, to, you also to... wouldn't have a chance to take off either. I think it's taking off is a matter of getting your speed up and getting the throttle, pulling the throttle up and then taking off. But landing it safely, I think that's what takes a a ton more skill and a ton more talent. And I, I would not have that. I would agree with you that landing a plane more
3: difficult than taking off in a plane. I'm just saying you can't do either. It would be like, embarrassing for you. I don't know. I mean, listen. I, what do you mean I, you I don't
2: could. know? You've never sat in a cockpit before. Not true. Tried- I sat in a cockpit with my brother before he graduated. He took me up in one of their planes and uh, I got to sit right next to him in the cockpit and watch him do all the stuff and actually gave me the controls of the plane for a minute or so. Like when you were up in the sky already? Oh, of course. All
3: right. So you have no idea how to take a, take off in a plane. Watch I him. watched him. I watched him do it. And I, th- and I, you, found what, that you was... watch a lot of people do a lot of things. I watched the floor, I... and I was like, I'm going to try that one out.
2: Nope. That can't handle it.
4: He's watched football and thinks he can run for a first down.
2: Well, I also played tackle football too. It's not just, I didn't just watch it. I played it. <laughs>
4: center, right?
2: Yeah. I played center. That's right. pretty so ludicrous becoming like a staple part of the show now it's like al bundy talking about his football career his tackle football career well yeah he played in high school <laughs>
3: but he didn't play touch he played tackle is what you're saying yes he did why don't you just say fucking football people think i want to make sure i distinguish it from flag football or something a lot of people think you're out playing flag football
1: well playing, playing... just
3: case... you're, you're playing center in
2: flag football are you I je- well, there would be a center. Someone's got to hike the ball, mm-hmm. and that's going to be you. I listen. I just saying it because that was what is what the sword is. I don't know why I get a hard time for these things. Well,
3: that just makes it sound like you've never played football before. You say tackle football. That's like, <laughs> oh, Michael Jordan had so many slam dunks today. All right, well, whatever. Also, Jeff, he said that he could swim to the cro- across his lake and back. And then he said he had done it before. And then his dad disputed the story.
2: He didn't remember that had happened like 15 years ago. He didn't remember it. It's like two kilometers. No, it's like, a, it's like about a kilometer over and about a kilometer. Yeah, away. it's two kilometers. Yeah. He just, there's No way you're swimming that. But I did in the wet net. Not, the wet not according to anyone besides you making it up. No, he didn't remember it, but it happened. It doesn't sound and like it happened. It was also
3: fucking 15 years ago. You think you're a better, do you think you're a better athlete today than you were then? No, I do not. You you, you think the the 15 years of a pack a day is going to help you swim? Probably not. But I think it can be done. I think that we should film you doing this. And then Jeff, he's putting in things like, oh, I need like a floaty to go across. Like that's not fucking swimming. I think think if I use a flutter board, that's perfectly fine. No, it's not perfectly
2: fine. (laughs) You want a fucking life jacket too? Either you can swim or you can't swim. Well, but using a flutter board as a type of swimming, like I, no, I am not. saying it, say it, say <laughs> it. <laughs> so to cool down sometimes after gentle aqua fit, the old ladies <laughs> would swim next to each other on the flutter boards back and forth. I joined them a couple of times, like chat. Like do laps of the pool, like with the, uh, the markers, I guess, like with the flutter boards back and forth and, I I cool down with the flutterboard laps too sometimes. So you can't
3: even do a half lap in a pool, but you're going to swim in
2: a lake a kilometer over and a kilometer back. And no problem. I didn't say no problem, but I could do it. I mean, I'm, I'm not a bad swimmer. Actually I'm an okay swimmer. I'm not like a, like an amateur. I wouldn't be at the Olympics, but I, I can swim.
3: I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think you can swim two kilometers. And uh, I bet you when everyone saw the distance, they also said exactly the same thing. Am I correct? No, they
2: snickered at me like everybody does.
3: Then why don't you do it? Let us film you doing it. See how good you are. Maybe, maybe sometime. We have to get professionals on boats next to you. So when you start
2: drowning, uh, that they can pull you up because we don't want you to get Well I was, our, I was telling our friend Tim that if I got tired, I could just tread water. He said that would actually make you more tired. Yeah, how wouldn't that, how would you think that's a good idea? If you, know, got t- cr- if, you, if you got tired, you would start treading water in the middle of a
3: lake, and that's going to be like, I'll conserve energy by treading water.
2: Well, this is what I was going with. Did that make any sense once you said it out loud? Once it was explained to me how little sense it made, I, I realized that it didn't. I don't want you to drown, but I do want to see you attempt this. So I'm in a really it's tough spot. Swimming. One arm in front of the other. Yeah, and you I you gotta, to like,
4: action. someone's yeah, you just gotta, you don't even need a rescue cure. When you, you, just a couple of your buddies gotta just be in a boat beside or like a couple floaties to toss to him if he wants to yeah. bail.
3: Yeah, but we're gonna be too busy laughing the entire time. <laughs> we need like a real professional out there to make sure that he's safe. Okay, he also admitted, I said, if he went and ran two kilometers right now, could you run two kilometers straight? And he said, no, but he can swim two kilometers apparently. Tim, what's the matter? What's the matter?
4: Like, why your inability to correlate these things?
2: I, I just, I don't think, I listen, I think. The buoyancy of the water, right, will get you there? No, no, I just think I could do I think I could do it. I did it once many, many, many years ago. And I remember it and I was like, I think I could probably do it again. I don't know. I don't, I guess sometimes I don't lack for self-confidence.
3: I would tend to agree with that, actually. Do you have any? Yeah, do, do you have anything else, Jeff? Do you have any topic that you want to hit on before we get out of here?
4: No, I'm I'm good. I had a good laugh attack. I can't I
3: can't compete with anything there. I'm thrilled. Do you have any final topics, Tim?
2: Uh, I mean, like I mentioned briefly, so I was asked because we chatted about this too a little bit. What? Why did picture in picture never really take off? For people's televisions at home even if people have the function no one ever uses it why it seems like a really smart idea yeah why I... is picture picture was like in the early 90s like this great modern like step forward in television viewing and it sort of fizzled out and it's never come back and it seems to me it was a brilliant idea then and it would still be useful now in all kinds of circumstances
3: i'm not entirely sure why because i would be pro pitcher in pitcher I guess maybe it just depends on like the, the services you have because like when I watch football and I do want to have pitcher in pitcher, I just open up games in different tabs and have them on my screen. Like and I'll just project them onto my screen that I don't need pitcher in pitcher. But it would be handy if I was trying to like watch a game, especially with bigger TVs now too, where you could feasibly have a seventy-five inch screen and have like a little pitcher and pitcher in the bottom that takes up I don't know, even like Twenty
2: percent of the screen. It's so like, yeah. Like you, imagine this I, fall I, I, during football Sunday, having the Ryder Cup at NBC in the little box and the football game on the TV. But there's like nine football games at once. Is the problem? Okay, but whatever. Like, I think it's actually the same weekend that that London game is on. So like, you could like have the London game on the little screen and the, and the Ryder Cup on the big one, or vice versa. Like just off the top of my head, you could think of all kinds of functional ways that this would work. I don't know, Jeff, do you, is it because like, if I
3: wanted to watch two things at once, I'd watch one on my TV and just have another one streaming on my computer at the same time. It's just easier that I way. I mean,
4: now I understand why it like isn't getting the love, but I do agree with Tim that way before, like we should have been ready to abandon it. It clearly was forgotten. I remember my uncle would have like a, le- like, a leaf game and a J game, like, like, yeah, you could do lots of things. I guess you could watch your favorite team while watching that primetime football game. I, I don't, I don't really know. Or you could still listen and watch jeopardy and keep an eye on, on a game. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know why it. Everything Tim said was right. It sort of came onto the scene as like, Whoa, this is really cool. Like people liked using it. And way before we did have second screen options, it was sort of this forgotten entity and never really even improved
3: upon it it does strike me as strange because i'm with you i enjoyed pitcher and pitcher and i still think that i would i I think it's just it's become so easy to access multiple screens that people are just like screw it i'll just have an alternate screen for it i can watch something on my phone i can watch something on my ipad i can watch something on a computer at the same time i have three tvs right next to each other i'll just put three separate things on the three separate tvs i think there's enough of that that people got out of pitcher and pitcher
2: i get it i totally get it but i'm just one of the times i was thinking like the NFL used to not play a game during the world series. And now they do like, I'd love to have the world series game on one TV or the TV and the, uh, the football game on the TV and not have to have a device on my lap or in my hands, just be able to watch my television. If you've got a 75 incher, that's what you want. I think that's what you want.
3: Well, that's why I got you that stand for your phone and your
2: iPad. So yeah, it's it's incredibly convenient. But I get the point about having other electronics that show it. And maybe that does explain it, but it seems like there's still room in this world for little old picture-in-picture.
3: Picture. Well, there is a picture-in-picture picture extension that you can get for Google Chrome if you're watching a video and want to watch another video at the same time. Like, that's, that's technology that exists. I don't know how many people use it. I don't. But that is a feature of Google
2: Chrome. Fair enough. I, I, I will take your word on that, not knowing quite how the Google Chrome works. What do you mean, not quite knowing how the Google Chrome works? Well, like the Chrome casting and stuff. I don't know how that works. I, I, I've never used it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know it's a, a search or sorry, a, a web browser, but that's all I know. But you just use Internet Explorer, don't you? You probably use Netscape. No, no I'm a Safari guy. Okay,
3: Safari. All right. Like just because that was installed when you opened up your computer. Yes,
2: that is the reason. That's what I do.
4: He's still asking, Jeeves.
3: <laughs> no, your...
2: that's not true. Yeah. Siri is best friend. Mm. yeah it's like that
3: like that movie her that siri to you
2: i've fallen in love with siri yes like uh, joaquin phoenix except not a complete weirdo like he is in everything he's in i mean you're pretty joaquin phoenix e like people might think
3: that remember when he did that when he like quit acting and then he was the musician then he was on letterman but it was all just an act a lot of people think that's what you do like i'm an andy
2: kaufman impersonator
3: yeah essentially
1: yeah <laughs>
2: I don't have that kind of skill. I, 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 I take that as a compliment from people who think I have that kind of talent. I don't.
3: Last thing. I want to hit you with this because I've seen a lot of anti this sort of stuff. And, and I get it because people you know hate billionaires. And this is going to be like a cover up for billionaires. But I'm pro billionaires in space. I'm pro space program in general. I think exploration is important. I think it's important to people. I think it shows the range of what humans can do in getting to outer space. Now, the motivations might not be the best way, but it's not like NASA is pumping a bunch of money into space exploration anymore. If these idiots want to do it and go up to space and spend their money on it, I am completely for it. I think it's a good thing.
2: I am in lockstep agreement. It's great. The last space program discovered all kinds of various inventions that were applicable on earth that we wouldn't have thought to work through had we not gone to space. Human existence has always been about testing the limits of our lives, the bravest people, and being rewarded handsomely for it. If everybody in the 1400s was timid, Columbus would never have sailed across the seas and uh, there would have been no new world encounter. Like people would have said, People are saying the same thing about space. Why bother go to space? Well, because there's all kinds of things that might be learned or gleaned. And it's not being funded by taxpayer dollars. It's being funded by billionaires who want to use their largesse to show off the world and the universe. And there could be all kinds of things they could discover. And I think it shows human ingenuity. It shows it's things to, to be interested in. It's not just a waste of money. It is, it's advancement in a really inspiring way and i i say god bless them i could i mean
4: you both kind of said it perfectly if this is what they want to do this is how they want to spend who do people think to tim's point of columbus was i don't you know creating those missions it was probably the richest most extravagant people of the time
2: he had to go cap in hand to king ferdinand and queen isabella in I mean, order- like,
4: those missions were funded by the extravagant riches. Well, exactly. Of kings of, and queens of Europe. So, that, you know, if having all those billions or makes you... Go for it, man. Like Tim like, said, it's not public money.
2: That, you remember the Heritage yeah. Minute where John Cabot comes back with all the fish and he's in the King of England's uh, chamber? Like, it was the King of England who paid for John Cabot to sail across the world to find the Grand Banks. Like, that has always been a part of human existence. I mean, NASA was created through huge investments in the, by the richest country in the world. Like, that's the way things go. And there's nothing nefarious about it. I mean,
3: there there's could, there could who, be. I
2: mean, this is, I mean uh, this is also how James Bond supervillains start at the same time. But there are people, and I mean, this is far, far from an original point of mine. but there are people who don't like seeing this because they think they could spend the billionaire's money better. They wish they could spend it differently. I mean, I get that part of it too. People are always wanting to spend other people's money in
3: a way. And I'm not like, I'm not super pro billionaire over here. Like if, but if this is how they choose to spend their money, I actually think it actually it helps out the collective good in the long run. Sure. And it's
2: not like this is the only way they spend their money either. Sure. Right? Like, they have way more money than this. It's not like Jeff Bezos spent his entire life savings on a trip to space. He he spends his money on all kinds of philanthropic enterprises. I say it's good. I say it's exciting. I show what shows after 18 months of sort of glum dimness this brought a little point of light into all of our lives if we have eyes to see it
3: is it that people aren't like there's no majesty to space travel anymore like there was in the 60s because i am like thoroughly like wondered by space travel maybe it's just something that i have that i have an interest in but it feels like i felt like it should have been a bigger deal all anyone can really talk about was that I mean, it's Jeff Bezos. He's an asshole. No one likes him. So, I mean, there's that part of why people hate it to begin with. And then, you know, he doesn't pay taxes and people don't like
2: that, uh, which I also get. Then his ship was shaped like a penis. So that didn't help either. So my point would be that I think this is another example of what you to tie to the earlier part of the show about Twitter not being popular or reflective. I think if you ask the average man and woman on the street, 90% of people support and like the idea of billionaires going to space. 10% who are the loud contingent are angry and dismissive and sarcastic and jealous and envious about it. But most people either think, eh, whatever, or this is really cool. I actually think the cynicism of a very loud minority is what's driving that type of conversation rather than being reflective of what people think. It just didn't seem like it was covered all that much, to tell you the truth. It was covered a lot the day of. The day of, that was the biggest news story going on but then like it went away i was at cape canaveral one time or maybe it was cape kennedy at the time
3: but i saw a rocket go into space it was fucking awesome when i was a kid that would
2: be awesome i went to a space camp in prince edward island once and ate freeze-dried ice cream and it was really cool i feel like that's two separate things yeah well i mean this is my closest connection i mean i didn't go to (laughs) houston or to cape canaveral or cape kennedy so this is what i saw did you when i was young did you eat the freeze-dried ice cream out of a waffle cone no, it came in a little plastic bag. Were you up. there
4: training for your free fall from space?
2: <laughs> no, I wasn't. It was I was like seven or eight or six or whatever, and like it was just a, like a little place they had set up during our vacation. Like it, it
4: does seem oh. like most of the attention, though, to sort of Pat's point, is not so much on what is being accomplished or what they're trying to accomplish, and more so about this like uh, which billionaire is. Doing it bet like this, like battle of billionaires as opposed to it being this like hyper positive um thing.
3: Yeah, it was like when Elon Musk had that thing the the, the shuttle that was going to land on Mars and then like it like it, it didn't land properly. And like it, and it was just like, ah, oh, what a moron. Elon Musk, like, that's pretty awesome. They almost got something to land on Mars and drive around. Well, you got to remember that sour grapes is the fuel that drives 90 percent of Twitter. I guess so. I mean, this has turned into like the bootlicker podcast all
2: of a sudden, but either way,
1: I, well, I, think I,
3: I, I think it's great.
2: I just wanted to say that. Now listen, if I didn't agree with it, I would say I didn't, but I do. And so I support it. I think it's smart.
4: If you like love a sports team or even just you're a fan of sports, you've always want the thought you could spend someone else's money better. Oh, that's right? true. Like, we're always like, Nope, I would do it differently. I wouldn't hire that guy. I wouldn't pay that guy. Yeah, so you're always in it. Like, we're always trying to spend other people's money.
3: I agree. All right. I think that's it. Unless anyone has a very quick topic they want to hit on. Nope. I think that's good, folks. Jeff, mm-hmm. can I make a confession to you? Okay. You know how I always rag on you guys for liking the shittiest shows possible? elementary is on amazon prime now and my wife and i are like that's what we're watching in bed before we go to sleep johnny
4: lee miller and um lucy lou lucy Liu, right yeah yeah i, I mean my wife took that one and we enjoyed it yeah yeah
3: yeah It's, it's i a, like johnny
4: lee miller he's he's a weird cat but yeah. i like him
3: like we watched the british sherlock with uh benedict cumberbatch like ages ago yeah that
4: was really. that's a whole that's like, like, that's, really, good like that's, yeah, that's good like that's inten- like yeah
3: but this is uh you know it's the, the empty calories TV that I need before I go to bed. I, I'm now at that age where, like, the CBS demographic is shifting towards me.
4: Me and my wife are, are watching that show Startup right now.
2: It's, what, what is this?
4: I don't know. just came on Netflix. I
2: don't know. It's it feels a little, great. After being mocked for so many years about my growth of network TV, you know, you're just falling into my clutches. Yeah, because I'm getting old. You were old at age 20. That's fine. It's just you're moving closer and closer to my positions
3: on things, and I I like that. All I'm saying is that I wanted to admit that I've been watching elementary. I don't mind it. It's alright. I'm glad to hear it. Okay.
0: That will do it on Cust Corner? Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cus Conan, it's Cus Conan, Cus
1: Conan.
2: <laughs> Which I have to declare victory in. What did you end up with as a part of the vote. According to the most recent poll, or most recent results, it is 81 to 19. 15 was my number. Therefore, I declare victory and uh, I accept that victory with graciousness.
3: There's, there's 22 hours left. Yeah, there's 22
2: hours left in this poll, by the way. Yeah, but you know, I, I it's already got well over a thousand votes, and I've got twenty percent of the vote. So that's two. You don't, you don't have you don't have twenty percent of the vote. You have nineteen percent of the vote for okay. one thing, but it's still about two hundred people who have voted for sure. my so, side. So so for me. every
3: four people that vote against you, one votes for you. Yet you're declaring victory.
2: I think it's I think it's a resounding victory.
3: When people say and you I, are you and Donald Trump are essentially the same person, this is what they're talking about. I won. Sorry, I'm a winner okay good luck try we'll see how big of a winner you are when we don't give you a life jacket and you have to swim across this lake (laughs) (laughs) it'll be like that time you did chin-ups yeah well whatever those machines are great yeah it's not like you get to it's not like when you skydive and you get to be like tethered to someone coming down it's not like you get tethered to the back of a dolphin and they get to swim it for you and you get to claim you did it All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Cuss Corner 34, remember to subscribe to the exclusive Cuss Corner feed and check out the entire series. We'll hope to get another one of these done before the start of football season, although I guess if you're watching this like three years after the fact, that doesn't really matter to you in the first place. But people who are watching it live in real time, following along with everything, they'll enjoy that. Smash the like button on the way out. Follow Jeff on Twitter at gfeinberg 17 Follow Tim on Twitter at
0: TimAndAgust. TimAndAgust
3: that's not my name but that is where they can follow you on twitter where you release these polls where you're losing yet claim victory which is what crazy people do anyway i'm pat mayo thank you all for watching i'll see you next time
1: everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium